Welcome, everyone, to Chronicle 2, Session 1 of Dorks Are Dangerous. I am Johnny Patches. You may remember me as your DM for Chronicle 1, but I am handing those reins over to the man uh, across the time zone. Well, thank you so very much. Hello, everyone. This is Bruce. I'm your DM for Chronicle 2. And uh, hopefully you had uh, you, you you've been able to listen to session zero, which we which we'll uh, we should have published by now, and uh, we're moving into session one. So with that, um, you've already met Johnny and you met myself. Let's go down the line and in introduce the rest of the players for for the for the Chronicle one of Chronicle two rather. Um, Kaylee. Perfect. I will go first. Hey, everybody. You might remember me. I was Creed in the first Chronicle. Today, I am playing Nina, the druid. Hello, everyone. I am Kirsten, or Kirsty, as they like to call me, and I'll be playing Vesper, the bard. And hey, everybody, I'm Dave, or David, uh, and I am new to the group, and I will be playing Lucian, the uh, Goliath Paladin. All right. And it is that simple. Um, is there anything else that uh, anybody would like to add? Again, if we didn't say, like, as Johnny said, rather, we are Dorks Are Dangerous. This is the beginning of Chronicle 2. Anything else, anyone? Well, Bruce, I would like to formally apologize for anything I've ever done to you before this campaign, things I will do in the future, um, as you are running this, and um, I love you. Bruce, the oh, money is on the way. It'll be there next week, just so you know. <laughs> I was about to say, I can be bribed as well as persuaded. <laughs> I'll apologize for absolutely nothing. And he's dead. TPK. And I will be setting my money along on our patron. There you go. That's a better way to do it. I love these transitions. Very nice. Uh, if you like what you hear, uh, then definitely hit us up on patreon.com backslash dorks are dangerous. You can also find us on Facebook under the same name and also Instagram. If you don't like what you hear, also hit us up on patreon.com and we'll get <laughs> someone better in this than us than for the next session then. Agreed. Well said. Well, all right, then. If there's nothing else, then let session one begin. Is days? Oh, that's going to be great start. <laughs> Does days? All right, trying again. Three, two. Today's adventure begins at noon with all eyes set upon the bustling city of Bluemore. It's early autumn, and the luxurious landscape before you is brilliantly painted with a hue rich in every color from the brightest of yellows and oranges to the deepest reds, sprinkled with a smittering and a smattering of greens here and there. All doubled in splendor by their slightly rippled oceanic reflections. Very recent events here in Bluemore for which our party may or may not be responsible, but certainly have been associated with, 
including general public lewdness. Theft? A recent and quite costly bar altercation, and not even to mention the seemingly intentional incineration of one of, by one of your party, of the greatly loved and needed Lady Kate's quivering canals. The town alarm has been raised, and in your hastened departure from said brothel, you seem to have found yourselves on the main dock of this port town, surrounded by merchants and sailors alike. However, from up the hill you can hear many of the heavily armed and armored town guards shouting, Over here! Over there! as they're searching desperately to find you. Here upon the dock, at a quick glance, you see crewmen hauling cargo in the final moments of loading it on board the glorious sailing vessel laid before you. A few stand at the gangway, where the ship's bosun signs on new crew members. He blows his all-call whistle. Look lively there, crew! We need to, be, uh, we need to beat out the tide! And the last few items are quickly brought to the ship's deck. Now you can begin to see the black plumes of smoke billowing across the town and toward the pier. A frail old man points his staff at the smoke and cries out, The end is nigh! He looks to your group and extends a long bony finger directly at you, Lucian, and says, You. You! Guards! You hear the guards of the town quickly growing closer. Down here! Check the docks! What do you do? How far away are we from the ship? I would say it's the, it's the longest dock on the, in, in the pier. So you're probably about... Only about a, maybe 100 feet, 120 feet away. And how far away are the guards? They're still up the hill, but they are approaching. They're not more sure than, where you are. More than 120 feet away? Yes, for sure. Okay. Um, with her two compatriots, which I assume are right next to me, you're also also going to see Nina start to uh, raise her hand, and a, a fog cloud descends in a 20-foot radius at the end of the gameplay, where hopefully they can't see us from the angle, and kind of stays there. Hopefully the wind doesn't pick up, and she goes... We need to get on the boat. And starts trying to pull them towards the boat. I think... Before... Go ahead. Before uh, getting pulled away by Nina, Vesper is going to um, whip out this loot that is generally strapped to uh, the side of her dress, and she's going to crack it across the old man's bony extended fingers and just look at him in the eyes and just say, It isn't nice to point. Didn't your mother ever teach you that? And then walk back into this cloud of fog. I was going to say, I think Lucian's a little bit distracted, so um, you know, as, as this, this man points his finger and says, you, uh, Lucian I think in, first is going to look at this man, kind of like an angered look um, before drawing his sword and his shield um, then turning around quickly and saying, where? Where is he? Where's the fiend? Um, before he gets shuffled away by his companions. You notice, as you're trying to move your group toward the end of the dock, near the gangplank, 
Um, Boris is having a challenge because he keeps dropping his things. You have shackled him. He has been detained by you, Lucian. And uh, he is, like I said, having difficulty carrying his armor as he was not wearing it at the time that you found him in the brothel. There was the altercation. Things happened. Fire started. Here's where you are now. So he may need some help in movement, and he's not able to move that quickly. That's why the guards have been able to catch up to you so quickly and easily. You know, if you just let me go, I can make this a lot easier on all of us. I can just go that way, you can go your way, and we never need to run into each other again. I scramble to try and pick up stuff and maybe drop uh, my, my backpack and snatch it back up again. Lucian, you have been charged with with keeping track of, of Boris. You are meant to bring him in to the local command. Uh, not here, however, and uh, he's making it... He's made it quite difficult on you. Uh, yeah, so I think that, I think Lucian is... Knowing how Lucian is, I think he's going to... Just kind of go, well, you know how it is, friend. Uh, I mean... I, I can't just let you go. I mean, I, you're very important. It's very important you come along with me. And if I if I can only trust you a little bit, you know, um, you have no reason not to trust me, Lucian. If you drop that rope, I'm going to cast a f produce flame in his face. Vesper, will you help me grab the things this idiot is dropping? Yeah, that's not very nice. I've never done anything to you. She just doesn't even acknowledge you. Wait a whole minute! Weren't you the one who threw that really expensive alcohol on that flame that caused the entire brothel to go up in a smoke? You're the whole reason we're running, Boris! That makes no sense. Right. Why would I destroy a, one of my favorite places in the city? I think because there's right, 20 Esther. more just like that. That's what I haven't picked out of those ones. I think you're right, Vesper. My memory's getting jogged in a very specific way to this. So I wonder if he were to get a hustle, if this could be avoided with the current authorities. Hmm. Vesper's gonna nod, and she's just gonna start picking up some of Boris's dropped items. As much as she, her arms can really carry, because she is a, a smaller woman, and so she'll pick up a helm or something and hold it in her hands and try to usher them closer to the boat. You know, fellas, actually... Uh, Boris, I, I don't think I need to worry about you trying to escape if we're on the high sea. How do you feel about becoming a sailor? Does this make your job easier? Oh, for sure, for sure. Then, I think everybody wins. Then I'm against it. I hate you. No, I can live with that. We really don't have time nice. to be bicker backering right now. We need to be on this boat. But does anyone know how to sail? I can steal the boat if we can get on it. Well, I'm pretty sure... Are we... Are you guys thinking about stealing a boat instead of just joining up with an existing crew? Because I figure if there's a crew, they know how to handle the boat. I like the idea of stealing a boat. That sounds far more interesting. Nina, uh, what, do you, what do you think? Are we taking our own boat? Is there another boat that's unmanned, uh, DM? The only boat you see... The only... Sh and it's, 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 it's a ship. It's a galleon. It's it's well sized. It's well outfitted. The crew, there's the 
the deck is full of cargo. Uh, the they've got a full rank and crew. Uh, how far how far are we from them? Uh, if if it, have you been moving this whole time? I've been uh, trying to pull yeah, us with the yeah. yeah, for sure. I, I assume so. So. Uh, if if that's the case, with Boris kind of holding you back intentionally at this point, I would say you're easily probably only about thirty feet now from the from the gangplank. Um, they're starting to close up shop. He's uh, the uh, the bosun is 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 signing on the the last few new crewmen. Um, he he blows he blew his all call whistle, so that means they're they're getting close. Plus, not only that, but you can see the guards at the top of the hill. They're starting to make their way to make their way down. Okay, I'm going to grab Nina. I'm going to take my coin purse, all ninety gold of it. I'm going to put her hand like, go stop them, stall for time. We need to get on the boat. Whatever they pay, they ha they can take all of it, but we need to get on, please. Uh, Vesper nods, and she's going to dash off and and start flagging down the nearest um, the nearest gentleman that she sees. Are you? Trying to the nearest gentleman, you mean near the near the end of the gangplank, or somewhere else uh, on the pier, on the dock? A seaman, a seaman, uh, whoever is currently last calling and registering oh, the new the crewman on the boat. Yes. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Yes. So okay. Yeah. You're you're you disengage from the group. They're still trying to move. You know, in, in the fog, um, as I assume the fog is probably lighter where you are as you're trying to as you try to direct it. I assume. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to keep so it heavy gives, behind us, but lighter yeah. in front of us. Yeah, I would assume that. That ma that makes perfect sense, obviously. So as you as you leave, because uh, the gangplank and that isn't quite in the fog, right? So that they can continue to do what they need to do, and so that you can see them. So as you move out of that that kind of that edge, if you will, of the fog where you were, you've disengaged from the group, and you are now standing in front of the bosun. Uh, while the rest is, they're still kind of on the edge of the fog, trying to take cover of it, as the guard uh, now has come up to the edge of this strangely placed fog, and and you hear that same old man uh, yell out, "They're over there!" and he's just pointing in some direction. He doesn't really know because he sees the fog. And you are in front, like like I said, you are in front of the bosun. Sir, sir, I would like to gain passage on this ship. She's like out of breath. She's breathing a little bit hard. And she just takes this moment to actually like swipe her hair back. And so he can get a full look at her face. And instantaneously, this calm just goes over her. She catches her breath. And she bats her eyelashes and looks up at the bosun. And she's going to attempt to just persuade him at first with the sweetest, sweetest voice. And say, sir... My dreadful uncle has done it again and made us late. We missed our last ship out, and I really have to get to my engagement within the month's time, or I'm going to lose out my inheritance. Please, will you give us passage for me and my, my comrades here? So... The bosun looks at you, he's kind of slightly confused, and says to you, um, we're, we're, not a, we're not a passenger vessel per se, we are more of a, 
cargo ship. We we do have a full complement of 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 people on board. Vesper mm. will hold up the jingling coin purse and just say, "Then just consider us paid cargo." How 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 many of you are there? There's just four of us all together. And, I mean, five if you consider the big man. But I promised he won't be any trouble. Five? Five? What's your five? One, two, three, no, four. That's what I said. Five if you include the big man. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Am I the big man? Yes, Goliath. Oh, because he says, ah, I get it. <laughs> oh, I get you. Keep this, keep this. I love this. <laughs> love it. Okay, yeah, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just edit that out because I said five, and we'll know right where to edit it. So that's good. Uh, so we're double counting the boy, the big man. I get what you're saying. All right. Um, three, two. Hmm. Well. Very well. It will be two hundred ahead. She's going to look at her coin purse and look back up at him and this time desperately try to persuade her voice getting lilted, her uh, almost musical. And she'll just say, I have 80 gold to give you. That's 20 ahead. And I promise once I'm able to get married, I will send you a full difference within a month's time of my marriage. Please, sir. This is so important. Yeah, go ahead. Give me the first roll of the game. Give me a persuasion check. Shouldn't that be deception? Not to you know actually sure. GM. She's lying her sure. teeth off. Well, it, it, right. So he's he's going to look at the coin too. But either way, you can persuade or deceive, whichever you prefer. But she she is trying to persuade him. He says, "Well, I could come down." To seven, 150 per head. So yeah, we could do we could do that. How close is Nina to them right now? Uh, yeah, like are we in your shot? Yeah, you can you can hear all this. You're only you're only 30 feet away. You're you're kind of hovering, waiting to see her take care of this. Okay. Does does fog follow me specifically, or can I hold it somewhere? No, it's it's in it's in that same place. Perfect. Okay, uh, I'm going to rush up, hearing him kind of go back and forth, and I'm not very persuasive, but I'm going to try. Uh, and go, she goes, and she's got her owlbear cow on. The hood is up, so she comes up and goes, "Sir, I don't mean to interrupt, but if you would, for my family." And she pulls out one of her earrings, which is a small blue crystal. She goes. This is a star crystal from my family. It is worth at least 30 gold. And if not, the blessings that go with it. Would you take this as part of the payment? Look, look. I don't have... I don't have passenger room. All I have is crew spaces. Put me to work. I can mend sails. I can dissipate rain and water, the fog... Hmm. We could Skills. be all service to you. Skills, I like it. 
Well, we must. We, we need to hurry. I need to beat the tides. The tides are dropping. If we miss the tides, we miss our deadlines, and none of us get paid. That's we're we're heading to the south. It's 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 a journey, but once we get there, all the crew get paid. Of course. Then what sir. are we waiting way. for? Vesper is gonna push the the coin purse into the man's hands and just start walking onto the plank. Oh no, no, no! You might need that. <laughs> They're, they're a rascally crew. Keep your coin. We'll have plenty when we get there. But I need your ex on the line. And As he presents you with the ledger, basically. So he takes, he's got, you know, uh, he, he just asks you to sign on, on one of the empty slots of the crewmen. And you can see there are literally only four slots left. As Nino walks away, uh, Boris casually turns away from <laughs> Lucian and starts walking away as if nothing's happening. <laughs> I, I assume Lucian has like a rope or something that just like, once it hits the end of the rope, he's going to give a little tug just to kind of like, do you back a little bit? So to, no. more, to, to more specifically describe this, he is shackled. You have put chains on his wrists. So he has a shackle, uh, two shackles and a chain that are about a foot, foot and a half between his two wrists. He has all of his belongings, his his armor, um, his pants, his backpack, and his and his weapon, uh, they're kind of in this mauled bundle, and so he, he's pretty he's pretty light, fleet of foot at this moment, but you're hanging on to the chain. Okay. Perfect. But yeah, he's I, trying to, to so like, I, uh, I assume you're hanging on to the chain. Are you hanging on to the chain? I think I'm. I probably have it tied somewhere on my, like, right. tied around my wrist or something, just in case I like zone out or something of that nature. Just kind of give a little. End so of like, like you Vesper and Nina were like time to you at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think with his size, it makes sense to just kind of use him as like a pillar, you know, or like an anchor to keep the chain attached. Wait, right, I right. really need to clarify something really quick. Yeah. Are you telling me Boris is leg shackled, hand shackled with no, only his wait wait with only his his pants covering his nether regions and he's completely butt naked? So he's got a loincloth underneath, right? But it's a shorty loincloth. So think of it kind of <laughs> like like old school boxers. He literally has his armor and all of his gear in his hands. That's Did how quickly you had to leave. In the, we did get him in the brothel. Okay, got it. Lucian did. You got him. Okay. You got him in the brothel. It that is, is exactly a weird moment. Yep, and you exactly as you described. He, 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 he. May, you may or may not have intentionally incinerated this beloved establishment. I will say, at the moment they got him in shackles and nothing but his, basically his pride, uh, lack thereof. Nina probably did smile underneath her cow a little bit. Ooh. Not in a, not, not in a, ooh, you're a good-looking way, more of like a, hey, hey, sucks to be you. Best for yes. while that is going on, it's just going to sign her name under the first line. Excellent. He steps aside and points the way. Yep, I think Lucian's going to walk over. Probably yeah. give him the chain a little bit of a tug. And just kind of say, can I can I sign for my buddy here? I shake my head vigorously. No, <laughs> like uh, I I agree to nothing. I wasn't he talking to you. I'm talking name. to the lovely person here. Yeah, no, no, I'm not working. No. If you're, if, <laughs> is he with you? 
This he seems is. peculiar. He, no. Yeah. He's a wanted criminal. Yet. What? He's a wanted criminal. Net. Okay. Oh no, did she say a wanted criminal? No, no, they're lovers. It's the new That's thing. That's what I mean. It's, a, he, he, it's, it's just a, a lover spat. You see, he was supposed to be her, but he was with him. And now we need to go. Yeah, you see the, the chain thing, right? The chain thing is a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> He's he's looking at you. He this this guy's he's about he's about six foot two, pretty strapping guy, a uh, human, and he's looking at and, and he's looking at you and he's he's, he's shaking his he's shaking his head back and forth. You he can tell that he knows. And, like, tears in her eyes and like I'm sorry, it's a lot. Uh, Do you have a problem with gonna, love? The captain is gonna have my head. Get on. We don't have time. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you. I'll deal with you on the ship deck. All right, come on, Bro- lover boy, let's go. Fuck. The guard now. The guard now are in the middle of the of the fog. They are. They are very close. You can hear their armor as they clang through. Nina's going to go up behind Boris and very subtly so no one can see is going to put a dagger up to his back and says, please start walking now. This will get ugly for you otherwise. <laughs> Don't cut yourself. I walk. I don't know how much you're being paid for this, but I will double it until you let me go. I assure you, it won't be worth the hassle to keep me around. Wait, are you guys getting paid for this? <laughs> Nina just cutting look, roads and... You're, do- you're doing this for free? You're dumber than you look. We get on the boat. <laughs> We're on the boat. Excellent. Well, literally, the moment you step on board, they, they, they have um, the last few items... Uh, are set down right next to you. There are crates all across the deck. Uh, they 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 are they loaded very quickly. Some of the things are down below in the hold. This is a nice ship. You, you this is this is it's not luxurious like yacht level thing, but it's 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 a nice ship. They take care of it very well. Um, and uh, so you see, like I said, there's crates next to you. You do happen to notice though right next to you that there is kind of a a, a slightly ajar go look at one of you had a pretty nice passive perception. I have a 15. So yeah. You happen to notice that on this crate as you walk up on board and you kind of, you're 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 moving away from the railing so as to not to be seen. You move towards the center of the ship, where where most of the cargo is near the near the stairs, so you can carry it down to the hold. You'll see a crate that is slightly cracked open, and you might see a glint of something inside. That said, they pull the gangplank up. You hear uh, the bosun blow the whistle again, and uh, he yell he yells up to the helmsman, "Helmsman, we are ready. Cast off!" And you see people just. The crewmen, they're untying the ship. The guard, at that moment, 
reach the ed edge of the fog. And they say, you hold stop there. And the ship does start to drift away from the dock. And he Vesper's says, go ahead. Okay, Vesper's just going to look at the bosun. And she's going to bite her lip as she looks at the guards out of the fog and say, well, um, we cheated on them too. I don't have time for this. The captain's gonna have me head. For sure, I'm walking. Oh. Nina's just gonna take some of the gold that he refused to take and give him ten pieces, like a silent apology. I perk up her in the eye. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I perk up to see how much she's giving him and just try to calculate what I can wrap him for later if need be. He takes it, and he looks at you and he says, All right, but you're going to tell me more. Venus eyes are down and says, Of course. Listen, friends, so the thing about polyamory that a lot of people don't understand, and that's going to be like the start of the tell me more later, is he's going to just take that as a, let me go ahead and tell you about what the lifestyle is. Another time. We've clearly stressed our host. We should settle and get ready to help as we should. He moves towards the edge of the ship to address the guard as the guard are clambering to grab ropes or try and stop them in any way. They're grabbing the, you know, the long hooks that they use on poles that they help to guide in the ships. They're trying to capture catch any part of, of the ship that they can. He takes the ten gold that you gave him and he throws it on the deck. Throws it on the, uh, uh, just behind them, at their feet on the dock. And he says, Sorry, we must leave. We have a schedule to keep. You know it. Tide's coming in. I'll talk to you when we get back. And And as he does this, all the people on the on the on the on the dock they run up and they 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 start gathering up the coin as best they can and they're in the way of the guard just barely out of reach of the hooks and you set sail and you leave the port of the wonderful town of Bluemore Nina immediately collapses to her knees and like releases oh, oh my god like she's this is the most excitement she's had in a long time and she was not built for it. So who's paying you to bring me in? Or if you're doing this for free, why are you doing this? You can just let me go, you know. What did I do to be arrested? Nina's not talking to him. She's not looking at him. Like I'm, I'm there's a reason, I have no doubt about that. I just want to know what they're getting me for. I think Lucian just kind of is going to look over and say, well, you know what? I'm not actually sure. Um, I mean... So then I declare my innocence and think you should let me go. I'm an innocent man. I'm being framed. That would be very unfortunate. I mean, the, you look just like the photo, though. You look just like the photo. I mean... Well, I'm pretty confident. And you were right where we were told you would be. So That's, That Lucian, means nothing. I'm always there. Lucian, I can vouch for his appearance. I've seen him many a time in many a brothel I have visited. 
I narrow my eyes and I look at her. I'm like, I don't know you. Why would you? If you're the brothel, you're obviously there for a reason. Usually as a result of you. Wait, that was a brothel? <laughs> a temple of sensual pleasures, yes. I mean, you always want, okay. Alright, okay. There's a lot of preying on these. Yeah, I thought it was suspicious. Oh, is you know, that what they were doing in the room? I thought they had sold me for sex slavery. It's just another convent. You could have just let me there, Lena, Nina. It was fine. Nina kind of smiles like that, but it's a real hard smile. She's going to get up and go find the, the deckhand that helped him. Like, if he's around still. Well, I guess now that we're on the boat, I mean... So, Boris, uh, I mean, surely you would know why the church was locked, right? I mean, there's a lot of things, but, like, did you do something that would specifically, like, make the church upset? I agree to nothing. But you could tell me why. So if, if you remember, I did read a number of the things that the town has been accusing you of. The public lewdness, the theft... The bar altercation, these are just the most recent events. These have happened repeatedly. General Ludless is enough to put him in the stocks, at least. It wasn't me. According to famous bard from Neo Kingdom, Shaggy, it wasn't me. Hey Bruce, could Nina do a history check to see how far back she's equated his actions to the issues that have been happening? Uh oh. <laughs> uh, yes. Absolutely. I because would absolutely give Because she would be the one that's like going in after him or before him and like basically hears all the gossip about it. So. And here's the thing, as we've declared, you, you all know each other or and or very well know of each other. So you have been in the same vicinities, the same bars, the same brothels, various amounts of times. Um, and it's been just a hit or miss here, just barely catching up to him there. Would it be advantage so then? Or I would give you I would give you advantage. Ooh, okay. That's a natural nineteen, sir. Nicely done. Uh yeah. Um, so are you looking to hear this from him or from me? Um, I will hear it from, uh, Johnny, the player of Boris. All the things that Nina has heard or would know about him and his actions. With a 22, I think you get everything. Like, you get my entire rap sheet and then my history from the beginning, probably. Uh, assault, uh, assault with intent to, to kill, uh, Maiming, uh, robbery, uh, extortion, uh, public lewdness. Uh, the list goes on and on. Anything that you make up can probably be attributed to him at some point or another. Um, uh, I guess whatever medieval Rico act would be a would be a thing, as he is part of a mercenary guild that could be considered gang-like activity at times. Um, he may be one of the worst ones of the group as far as moral standings, but 
And I not relay mention, all this... Oh, go ahead. Not to mention his underhanded dealings even with the local town guard. I would say I relate all this to Lucian and Vesper without missing a beat. Like, I've recited it over and over for weeks. Didn't that realize you, you were writing a biography for me? I wonder what you will title it. Diary of a Great Man? Boris Brain Basher? An Erotic Life? Honestly, this autobiography of the boring Boris needs to come to the end. Well, that's true. So that, so we could find out who this ship belongs to. And where exactly it's going? She looks oh, at Nina. When she is your wedding? Lucian. When is your wedding? Am I invited? Are you marrying me? Is this? Are you taking me to another land? Nina grabs Vesper and like guides her towards the deckhand so they can go talk to him. Lucian, do you mind watching him for just a moment? Of course. Thank you. So about you letting me go. Are we gonna tell them that I was lying about getting married? I thought he knew that. He seemed like a smart villain. No, we'll just say that he's a jilted love. I'm pretty sure the deckhand understands what's going on at this point, but if Oh no, I meant Boris. I I don't know. I I don't care to know. Okay. I'm sorry, Nin. I'm sorry, Vesper. He's this has been a long I'll tell you more about it later, but he is someone I would like to be rid of sooner than later. Uh, is the deckhand nearby? Unless Lucian wants to say something, sorry. Oh, you're good. Uh, I was going to just kind of have... Well, I can wait until later. I was going to have a small chat with Boris. Uh, no, go ahead. Uh, the, the, while while they're searching for the, uh, for the bosun, you have a moment. So, Boris, can you swim? Of course I can swim. Can you? Not, not really. No, the the armor doesn't doesn't really help very much with that. Um, well, I guess. Yeah, I think maybe once we get a little farther away from shore, I don't know how good you can swim. How good do people swim? Is that a, hmm. That's a good question. Probably as good as I fight. Do you want to find out? Oh, you know what I could do is Let why don't I go ahead and if I I think if I wrap this chain around you and tie it off. That would be enough. You wouldn't be able to swim, right? You could find out. Yeah, or let's do that. Let's do that. I think. I think as long as as long as you don't swim back to shore, I think we're fine. So I'll just. Uh, yeah, again, that works. Again, you can let me go. I'll be out of your hair. Well, I'll be out of your your. I'll be out of your way. You won't have to worry about me again. And you can just say I got the way and say that not Boris overpowered me because I'm a weak Goliath, and then I will disappear. Or you can keep me around, and then I'm going to get free anyhow, and that could be really bad for you. I don't really like these options. No, but... they're not good. They're not good, but one is much better than the others. True, and I do appreciate you working with me. So... I'm, I'm I'm willing to to have an open mind. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You know what? I will. I think I will. Uh, you know, at least undo this chain around my waist, and just all. Yeah, wrap the chains around you, and uh, and just maybe tie this length of chain around your waist, and then yeah, then I think we can probably do away with the shackles. Sure, I'll give you the. Sure. I'll give you. I'll give you one for free. So I you're think only, as the. You're only going to make this more interesting in the long run. You're just handicapping me, and I can still kill you. 
Uh, he kind of gives you a very cold stare, whereas he was kind of joking around. You can tell that he's serious when he says that, though. Yeah, I think he's gonna. Lucian's just gonna go. Well, I mean, on second thought, like, if you are gonna threaten to kill me, yeah, yeah, never mind. Offers off the table. Oh, again, you can just let me go, and we can disregard the previous two minutes of conversation. Nah, you gotta work on your bedside table manners, guy. Like, again, I'm not gonna let you go if you're threatening to kill me. I mean, uh, it's, it's a threat. A it's a threat. It doesn't mean anything until I act on it, right? It's just words. It's only words. But again, if you let me go, it doesn't have to come to that. We could be friends. Uh, I, could, I could even get you a job with my people. I'll tell you what, I'm someone like you. Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read for a little bit and wait until the, the ladies come back. And if they want to let you through, they can let you through. But yeah, I'm just gonna read if you don't mind. Uh, you know, being quiet for a minute. Do you want to read to me? I'd like to hear a good story. Is it one of those nope. smut, smutty, smutty face stories? Try to look at your backpack to see what you're going to pull out. Yeah, so I think Lucian just pulls out a kind of nondescript leather book. Um, no sign of a cover page or a title page or anything of that nature from the exterior of the book. And he just kind of sits down on the ground with the chain still around his waist and Forrest still shackled and just uh, opens up the book and just kind of stares vacantly at the pages. I would assume are... probably some sort of scripture-type reading from the church. That's a good thought. He's got to clear his head, you know. Stay on the path. I, uh, I sit down and, uh, casually look around. Where are we going, anyhow? That's I think that's what... I think that's where the two of them went to figure out. So we'll just so, sit tight until they get back. So let me get this straight. You've taken me prisoner to return me to whoever's paying you to bring me in. And as a result, you've gotten on these ship, and you don't know where you're going. You ask a lot of questions for somebody who's shocked up. Uh, you know, I have nothing else to do but to talk. So I will be talking. You don't have an answer. You've made a big mistake by getting on the ship, you realize. Oh? I, get, I give you a, a bit of a smirk before I start looking around. And Bruce, I'm going to send you a private message. <laughs> but continue. Yeah, sounds good. Well, as these two bicker back and forth, obviously, trying to, you know, push and pull and obviously outweigh each other, um, you two do see the, the bosun. And in fact, um, as you're looking around the ship, uh, there's a, quite a flurry of, of movement and, and, and things happening. And as you see, the, the aforementioned landscape... Uh, that was described earlier uh, that you can see it is all it's just basically has been covered by this black smoke cloud and it's no longer even visible to see the the town 
as it was instead or or the colors or the landscape it's just black smoke everywhere from the oils and the and the tapestry and everything that 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 was burning at this point you can probably surmise that it has spread a little bit not really sure how bad this has gotten but it's it's uh you know the the it, it, it's 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 quite large at this point of course in your haste as you as you know you were able to secure passage aboard this sailing vessel as part of her extended crew. Uh, you've also been offered payment, actually, as part of it. And, um, uh, you know, the, with the pos- prospect of, of pocketing some coin upon your arrival at the uh, at, at the at their destination. And although this is neither your end destination uh, nor even your first choice, at this point, I guess uh, you're thinking any port in a storm, yes? Essentially. Um. Yes, go ahead. I was, gonna, I was just going to say, if we were at the Bossman, I was going to do my little bit, but if you still got something, please go. No, no. Uh, so there's a little more. Uh, so as you look around, uh, there's not much left to see on the uh, on the horizon other than the black smoke. You see the bosun and the first mate are standing on the forecastle at the uh, the elevated part of the deck on the front of the ship. The two are joined by a third of which you assume can only be their captain. The two men, who are both taller and larger than she is, appear to be apprising her of the ship, the crew, the status of said crew, and the specific accompaniment of it and all of the cargo. As you can see that their conversation quickly turns into a heated, extremely one-sided exchange, of which you quickly surmise that it is clearly about the four of you, as you catch the captain's extremely stern gaze and continual side-eye followed by her abrupt self-dismissal to her quarters. So just so friends were, Nita's cow still up. She hasn't taken it down since they, since all this went down. She's just had her hood up, so it's the owl bear head. Um, she turns to Vesper and kind of whispers to Vesper, like, "Ask them what they want us to do when they when they're ready to talk. I can steer the ship. I, with a little bit of a trance rest, I can mend things. I can shape water. Whatever. If there's something they need to do, I can help with that." As for um, furries her brow a bit, uh, it's very unexpected for Nina, who has been, who has been quite, um, honestly leading the charge through the burning of the brothel, uh, saving Vesper's life, running through the town from the guards, and then her um, standing up to Boris. That Vesper's a little confused as to why Nina uh, has suddenly gone a quick, a little timid, but. Uh, She's just going to turn to the others and and clear her throat to gain their attention. Uh to whom to the to the the rest of your party? I thought I thought we were standing in front. I I didn't catch it if 
they moved on. I thought the bosun was standing next to the captain. They were uh, the captain yes. left. I think the other two were with us. I thought. Yeah, so the, the bosun and the. So they're up on the forecastle. You are down on the deck. So at this point, you can see that the bosun has basically um, taken charge of telling the crew where where to go, what to move, and that type of thing. Uh, and instead, you are approached by the first mate. The first mate... Yeah. Continue. Yeah, sorry, I was like, that's like... <clears throat> she clears her throat to kind of just get the attention of the bosun and the first mate, or, well, the first mate who's in front of them. Yes. So he's walking up to you, and he's even larger uh, than than the bosun. You'll see that that as he approaches, you can clearly make out that he is a half-orc. Um, pretty gruff-looking individual. Uh, early, broad, large individual who was basically just put in play in his place by this captain who she herself is only about five seven so and and although has some doubt in her in in her in her in her voice in her step not not commanding in as far as her physical presence but clearly commanding enough uh, so he approaches. And he's nervously scratching his head. And he says, Well, right then. Let's see. The good news is, you're still on board. Huh. I don't have to throw you off. However, as for this one, pointing to the hand-shackled, clearly hand-shackled Boris, Boris, would you please describe for everyone what they see when they look to you? Uh, if you did not hear Session Zero, <clears throat> exactly, you see a man probably in his early to mid 30s, but he probably looks like he's maybe, you know, in his late 40s with the amount of damage from, from fighting and years of personal abuse of alcoholism and, and everything else. Uh, his head is shaved on the sides and down the middle, and he has a skullet or two mohawks running down the back of his neck uh, that are braided off into ponytails. Um, heavily tattooed with a noose tattooed around his neck and uh, the uh, hanging portion running down his arm along with a lot of other really bad tattoos. Yeah, you know, typically prison-style tattoos that probably don't mean anything to a lot of people, but to him, they probably have meaning. Um, more than a few scars along his body and face. Um, looks like a bruiser. Absolute thug. That one, he says, we'll have to keep our eye on that one. He said, you've already met, you've already met our bosun. That's, uh, that's, we call him, we call him, uh, you can call him Quinn or Collins. 
He's the one who basically maintains the crew. He's the one you will answer to directly. I myself am first mate Wilds. The woman we were talking to is Captain Scully. You would do best not to cross her. Keep your heads low. With that, he looks directly at Lucian. I cannot stress it enough. He, pointing at Boris, is your primary responsibility. As we do not have a proper brig. Lucian. I can I can hear that, correct? Oh yes. You're uh, all uh, you're all within ten feet of him now. He's 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 walked over to you. He's addressing you. I grin and I look to Lucian, and then I look back to him like his so anything I do he is responsible for yes we'll say yes oh it's good to know try to be on my best behavior for my good friend here who refuses to read me his bedtime stories um Vesper is going to unsheath her loot strapped around her uh, waist, and she's kind of she's going to brandish it at Boris in this intimidating way, and just look at him and say, "You will mind your manners on this ship, or I will personally see to it that I will shave your head bald, and everyone will look at you like the not so handsome man you really are." So you're saying I'm handsome? I wink. Can I roll an in intimidation for that? Can I help by whispering something in her ear and pointing towards Boris's nether region with like a slashing motion? Yes, do I get advantage on that intimidation roll? I'm going to say no because he's all covered. He's not too worried about it. He's, he visits brothels. So I'm going to say straight up roll against him. Okay. That's an 18. Do I get a roll to resist, or am I just intimidated? Nope. No, you get a roll to resist, absolutely. Am I rolling intimidation in return? That would make sense, I think. Sure. This five-foot-two girl is more intimidating than my... (laughs) This five-foot-two girl is far more intimidating than my mercenary goon. (laughs) Ah! Fuck you! Make 20! (laughs) Uh, play it. Play it. Twenty. Twenty-two. Dang it. <laughs> you, you, so, you what's drop. your response, Boris? Um, when she says that, my kind of—I'm still not taking any of you serious. Smile kind of fades like it did with uh, Lucian, and then in a very cold, dry tone, you wouldn't be the first whore that I beat to death. Get out of my face. Oh, that was more insulting than it was intimidation. So, actually, I think Lucian's gonna step in in, in a second here. That's alright. 
So I think what Lucian would do at this, this back and forth, I think he's just going to pick up Boris, walk over to the side of the boat, and throw him overboard. <laughs> Knowing full well that the chain is still tied around his hip. So, you know, he's not going to go overboard. But just to, you know, show of force, he's just going to say, this is a lot of talk. And just pick Boris up and just whoop. So, so can we roll initiative? Because this is going to be so, fun. <laughs> so before you even do that. Okay. The, the moment he puts it, he, Mr. First Mate Wild is obviously watching all of this. And he takes the two, and he's, this is a big guy. And he takes his giant hands, and he puts one on each of your shoulders, and he brings you closer together. And he walks the two of you over to the other two. So the four of you are all within about a foot of each other. No. I don't want to get involved. This is the captain's ship. And if we don't play nice, things will end poorly for all of you. So let's just get this over with. And he looks at, uh, he looks at, uh, again at you, Lucian. He says, you keep on him. Lucian, as he says this, would you please describe to the, uh, to the listeners what, what they would see if they looked, you, if they saw you? So, Physical Lucian... Description. Yeah. So, Lucian is um, a rather tall boy. He's... Um, there it is. Uh, so, he is seven foot six. Um, probably weighs somewhere between 250 and 300 pounds. He's got quite a bit of muscle underneath uh, a full um, full suit of chainmail. Uh, he has currently on his back a shield with some cups with orbs of different colors in them. So just like a, a tight shield if he's got like the power and something. Um, he also um, has this pale blue skin with uh, pale blue gray eyes to match. Um, yeah, and uh, kind of tends to have this idle look in his eye. Um, he kind of stares off, kind of prone to staring off into space. Very well. He says, now look, you're a part of the crew now, and I expect you to behave as such. If you do, everything will go swimmingly, and the captain will have no, call, no qualms. Just remember, help where you can. Please respect the crew and her ship. Do what you're told. Don't cause any trouble. And he actually looks directly at Vesper when he says this. Vesper, would you please describe for the listeners what your character? Um, if you've listened to Session Zero, um, I described her without really describing her before. Um, she just has this enigmatic personality that tends to draw attention. But if you were to really look at her, she's around 5'5". Five five. Um, her hair is a mixture of sunlight and copper, and it's just... It's perfect in every little way it could be, whether it's, it's, it's wet from being in the water or it's being windblown. For some reason, it's perfect, and so is she. She has um, 
these uh, honestly kobold eyes as well there. Looks like thunderstorms and she has ivory skin with no imperfections. Um, but when you look at her, she seems innocent and she has that look to her face and and you aren't sure if it could change in an instant. Very well. He has you all huddled close and he walks you over to the edge of the ship. The plumes of smoke have now gone into the past and you're leaving the the protected bay of where you were. You can see the last little glimpses of the various colors on the, on the landscape. And he walks up and he stands directly behind Nina and says, Blue Moor in the autumn is one of the most amazing sights. Take a good look, because we'll be at sea for a while. He looks at all of you and he says, if you feel ill, focus on a point on the horizon. Nina, would you please describe your character? Until this point, and for those who didn't hear Session Zero, Nina has been wearing a owlbear cow and headpiece. The headpiece is sewn in such a way that where the eyes that feed into the ear points is heavily furrowed and shadowed. It's very intimidating. You know, she's only about five foot three. It's the kind of look that you notice it, but you don't necessarily want to approach unless you know who she is. And being told this is going to be the last time she sees Bluemore, a city that she's been in for several years now, helping the various Desians with either who are sick, who are injured, who needed a shoulder to cry on, the the person that kids went up to asking for sweets and left away laughing and joking, she removes her head cowl as a sign of reverence to the place that she's called home. And what you see is not nearly as intimidating as what she wears. She has these deep purple eyes, the color of an indigo dusk, and long wavy black hair that sits just below the shoulders. Her skin is of a gentle olive green, complete with pointed, delicate ears, as well as a delicate frame. Her most striking portion of her body is the gilded druidic tattoos, a myriad of constellations and lines that cover every inch of her body, framing the shape of her cheekbones and around her forehead. She has a crystal gem that hangs from one ear, very small, it's like a teardrop, and on the other three ear, on the other ear are three dangling stars. The rest of her garbs are tidy, if not a bit tad plain, from what you can see flapping in the opening of the cowl and of earthy tones. On her neck, though, is a thick black band, the sign of what of a slave, but the vertical white line down the middle signifies her freedom, and it was earned. And that is what you see of her. She turns to look at the first mate, nods her head, and says, Thank you. We really do appreciate you allowing us onto the boat. We will not be more hassle, and I will make sure you can hold me responsible for anything that happens with this party. He looks at you and nods. As you can see, that's all he was looking for. This whole time, a simple acknowledgement 
He has way more to deal with, as he states. I must return to my duties. I do thank you for listening. Please, stay out of trouble. Don't make me regret letting you on board the ship. Nina nods and says, please let us know when we can be of service. He looks around, as if looking for someone. Uh... Yo! Crewman Spivey! Spivey! He yells it a few more times. Eventually, a, a, a crewman runs up directly to them, salutes him, speak, you know, and he, and he says, Yes, yes, Mr. Wild, sir! Spivey, show... Spivey, here, sir! He says, Spivey, show your crewmates to their quarters, the mess, and start them hauling the cargo down, down below. If you have any questions, start with Spivey. Otherwise, you can always go to the bosun. I'm going to go address the captain. He turns and briskly walks over to the captain's door entrance. He sheepishly knocks on the door. As the door opens, you see a quick flash of movement, causing his big burly frame to buckle almost completely over. You see an arm reach out, snatch his ear, twist it, and yank him into the room. You hear Spivey say, Ooh, yeah, that's our Captain Scully. If your first mate needs healing later, let me know. I I have spells in that expertise. She looks very apologetic. He may. She's, she's quite the one. She's very low tolerance when when the crew does things like that well Spivey um, what would you have us do for right now um, in a few hours I'll have more spells available to me that could be more helpful with the ship but I I can help with anyone who is hurt uh, I can I can drive the ship I know it's not the term for it steer um, what, what need of you have of us at this moment? Or should we settle our bound person, which she doesn't want to call him a mean name, but she wants to, um, should we settle him somewhere first? I would like to put his armor and things in another location as well. Well, you know, first, you know, uh, as I... Uh, there's not a whole lot of place he can go. Um, I'm fine to bind him to the mast if that works. Or I'm keep him tied to Lucian. Or yeah. actually, if there's anywhere that we can tie the chain near the, the edge, that would be fine. Is, how sturdy is the railing? The railing, the railing is very, very sturdy. Very sturdy. I'm, uh, you know, I, I don't know how the captain's going to take it. Having someone latched to her, to her ship. I don't... She... We'll, we'll keep uh, him with well. us, then. It will keep him with us. We don't want to cause more trouble. Well, Again, you, know. you can just let me go. I can make friends with Spivey here. Yes! What? Wait! Yes! See, Spivey wants to be friends with me. I don't know why you don't. He turns to each of you. He turns and looks at you and says, Where are my manners? I'm, uh, yes, the captain says, I'm Spivey. 
I, my Mick Spivey here. That's 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 my name. And he says, this here's Dirk. All of a sudden, there's a guy next to him. You have no idea where this guy came from. So this guy, he all he literally is, is he, it, he he used to think he was there. He had to have been there, but now you see him, type thing. He's uh, a little bit shorter, you know, gnomish, dwarfish size. You're not really sure of his of his where he came from. Uh, yes, Dirk, and uh, he says, uh, oh, oh, you know, uh, and Dirk says, yeah, uh, that that one there, she's not looking, she doesn't look very good. I think, I think she's gonna, she's gonna. Well. Oh dear. I'm so sorry. Vesper's like suddenly pale and then green and then pale again as she starts swaying against the boat sway. Dirk! Dirk, get a bucket! He runs over, grabs a bucket. He runs back. Again, you don't even see this guy leave. You just hear noises and he's back and there's a bucket. He's like he's like the perfect roadie, right? And Bucket's there and, and he hands it to, to Vespa and take her down to see Cookie! Take her down to see Cookie. He's got some things that might help. Help. She. He, he's got some root and some things. He's. 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 Yeah. Do that. And and the shuttle, you know, escorts you down down into the into the balls of the ship. Oh, I should have. I should have known. Poor girl's been on no sea legs. Well, hopefully a little time at sea. She'll 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 be able to she'll she'll get used to it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, so I'll, I'll I can show you around. I can show you what to how the how the ship works. Um, teach you some Please. things. Do you, uh, what? Tell me what you can do. Got... Well, with I'll need a little time to rest up, but I can I can mend. I can shape and shape water. I could create water for you or disperse it. Um. If we need cloud cover, I can do that. I could steer the ship if in a crisis situation. I'm I'm sure I could understand how the masts work if someone were to show me. Uh, you're perfect. We'll we'll set you with the rigging crew. You can get up there and and maybe uh, fix some of those sheets. The sheets are a little bit torn and tattered. They could certainly oh. seem, use a little love. Oh, go up up there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yes, I mean, I you know. We can She's we can shaking. bring some of them down from time to time. It's it, we can there's we we can help you out there because having having solid sails we can make up the time. So and you look up and the, although the sheets are you know they're 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 a little older you know the ship is in good shape but you mm-hmm. know things wear out and you can tell very clearly that the they they definitely so yeah we can we can afford the time we'll, we'll, we can bring them partially down we can we can hoist you up there whatever you can do. Yeah, Nina's not afraid of the the work at hand. It's the. Uh... The going up part, but yeah, she, no. she hides it as best as she can. I, I got says, it. Of course, so he, yeah, of course. Dirk's, Dirk's pretty observant. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, no, we're, we're good. Yeah, okay. What about you? What 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 can the what can you others do? I can. Sit You're part here. of the crew now. I can sit here and do nothing. I'm a prisoner, so I'm doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, that'll get you fed to the sharks. Ha 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 ha. Say it again. Oh, uh, yeah, it's not a threat. It's a fact. <laughs> They'll just tie you to a rope and dang you go back there until you decide to do some work. <laughs> it, I've seen it. It's not pretty. Well, the sharks out here are quite ferocious. They're 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 very. They like to eat. Oh, well, I'll have to bring someone with me. And I look at uh, Lucian, and then I look to Spivey. 
Where, where, just, what can we, how can you help? We need to know where to put you. Can you at least carry some stuff in the hold? Scrub the deck. Something. No. He can do my work. I'm his prisoner. He can double up on his keep. That only That's seems fair. Funny. He's got the yes. shackles on. Yeah. See, Spivey, I like you. I like you too. If you let me go, Spivey, I will help you become captain one day. I don't know how to let... How can I let you go? <laughs> well, I, hold out you the wanna... I hold out the shackles. It's like just 20 get... miles to shore. Just, just let me go. Like, there's got to be a key around here somewhere. But he cannot yeah. be a back. I will do whatever work additionally for his key. But he cannot like that, be unshackled. That, that will... Okay, but you got that's not going to go with the captain. He has to do something. She will throw him over. It's how it goes. Either you you have to you have to pay your way with labor. She believes in that. Absolutely, we are a crew. We work together. It's that simple. I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry, Boris. If so, you don't, uh, so Spivey, let me ask you a serious question. It doesn't have to be a lot of work. Just do something. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Is the captain attractive? prefer not to think about her that way because that's not healthy I guess I will take one for the team I no I'm not saying she is I'm not saying she isn't I'm not gonna cross that line I'm not, uh, nope she doesn't care about that she uh, neither does the crew she's the captain well she's not my captain not yet anyhow she is now. You're no. on board as part of the crew. No, I am a prisoner. I am being transported. So these two and that one who's not doing anything besides throwing up in a bucket, can, they can take care of my my slack. That seems only fair. Like like we said, as long as there's work being done, then it's fine. And work is being doubled up on. Spivey, we understand this is your captainship. We would prefer not to have him go overboard until he is on land and at the gallows but <laughs> if required you do what your your captain will do as she deems best of course uh, yes you you guys can't let anything bad happen to me oh, so it least... happened all the time at sea mm, yes the first time she's I... looking at you in the eye like accidents happen all the time i looked at the right. paddle i looked at the paddle and i'm like you have Morals and standards. You going to let yeah. anything happen to a unarmed, helpless man like myself? I mean, normally, normally I wouldn't hurt. You know, wouldn't want someone to to get hurt or you know for someone unarmed to be injured. But if you choose death, I I can't stop you from that. Well, I've chosen you know? nothing. Well, I mean, if they're threatening to kill you, and you say that you're not going to cooperate, then they're going to kill you. No, like, I'm. Saying that's that not really I, my decision anymore at that point. That's your call. If, you, if you want them to kill you, you want them to kill you. That's not, that's not on me, man. I'm saying I'm a prisoner, and unless you unshackle me, then I really Die. can't do anything. I would like to now unshackle boys. And Spivey is actually looking at you with concern, but kind of a, a raised brow and nods. Uh, in, in, in Either, you know, He's he's kind of he's agreeing with your motion, even though he knows he hates it, because you know bad guy. He, that's what he's seeing. 
yeah, so I figured this, I'm just gonna unshackle Boris and be like, you know, Boris, uh, as far as prisoner thing, I will take you under my, uh, my, my, I don't know, my, uh, what's the word? We'll, we'll capture you again before we make it into port, but, you know, for the time being, consider yourself a free man. And if you choose to be difficult and they throw you overboard, then my conscience is clean. Raise my brow as you unshackle me because I didn't expect this to happen and now I'm going to actually need to do work, which I also didn't expect to happen. Nina's so, taken ten steps back. Uh, he glances as you withdraw and uh, he kind of mumbles under his breast. Not so brave after all, are you? And then no. I'm going to look over to the and say, light in her hand. Like, she's backing up for some rage. <laughs> Um, I'm, I have to, I have to interject. I have to do something that I was not expecting to do this early in the game. Lucian, uh, take a point of inspiration. Oh, thank you. That was, you have to admit, Johnny, that was, that was well played. I liked it. Very nice. Oh, definitely. 100%. Your, your, your banter back and forth. Very, very solid play. I and, and for someone as Lucian has been, you know, a little bit wishy-washy, I, uh, that step up, well done. Thank you, appreciate it. So Spivey is just looking on going, oh, okay. And he, and he, and he, he waves it, kind of does this half wave, half salute to Boris thumbs up type of thing you know like like at least you're free i contemplate giving spivey the finger even though he hasn't done anything to me i just don't like that thumbs up <laughs> and he, uh he's he's trying to win you over you can see he's like very nervous uh i rub my wrists and kind of roll my shoulders and, and neck back and look to lucian i don't say anything I just kind of keep him in the corner of my eye. And then I walk away from the group and go find my things and at least get a shirt on. Yeah, your, your things are right over by the by the edge, kind of where you were. Well, they're by that crate, you kind of walked away. He escorted you, was going to escort you to the edge. They're kind of right in between the middle of the ship and the and the edge. They're just sitting in a pile there because nobody's touched them. Uh, you can see the, the, the ship's crew is... Is moving around pretty well. They're they're hauling uh, the cargo down below. There's quite a bit of it. It's going to take some time, um, uh, as they were in a massive rush. I mean, we're talking things are stacked real almost up to the to the yard arm. There, it's 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 the ship is lurching left and right because it's it's quite a bit top more top heavy than normal. I mean, it's it, there's a lot to do. All right, uh, once I grab my stuff. I look to Spivey, I'm like, where are we allowed to be? Oh, um, so, I'll show you the mess. I'll show you your quarters. Um, don't go in the captain's quarters. That's really, try not to go in the, in the captain's quarters. That whole back part of the deck there, you know, the, 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 uh, everything underneath the poop deck, don't, just don't go in there because that's where the officers are. That's, 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 we don't, that we don't go in there. 
So that's that's not a, that that's the, that's for the officers. We go, but but everywhere else, pretty much, uh, don't don't take any of Cookie stuff. He he gets crabby and and you know he'll, he'll basically sick the the, the bosun uh, on you and, and or the weapons master or whatever the arm whatever he feels. Um, he but the crew he you're, you don't want to take his stuff because he's he's really good. He we we probably have the best cook in the area in the in the, in the whole you know on the seas. So that wasn't the question, Spivey. Where are our quarters? Where can I put my things? Yes. Well, we can we can easily do that. So uh, he he escorts you down the stairs. Let's. Uh, you you want to go see? You want? Should I show you the ship? Should I show yes, you the ship? Yes. Go. Now? No. Show me where my things. Excellent. Fantastic. So he so he, he starts walking. He's following at a distance. So he takes you down uh, uh, the first deck, and you can see that there's a there's a, a variety of things here. You'll notice that there aren't any cannons on the ship. Um, it uh, it it, which is kind of interesting. Um, it does have uh, cargo everywhere. It's clearly made for hauling. Uh, there, uh, he he shows you where the crew's quarter one of the one of the areas for the crew quarters. All of that on that first deck is 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 taken um he takes you down uh to the next level um which is where your quarters are and he takes you down into this kind of this menagerie of of paths where everything is and there there are makeshift walls and and whatnot and he'll and he, and he brings you up to these to these uh net strung hammocks um into the crew area uh, and you kind of got, basically got your own little section, if you will, of, uh, for your, for you, for you, you and your stuff, you'll, you there's a, there's a kind of a mini built-in kind of chest locker thing at the, at the, at the, at the base of where these are, these are mounted. Um, and he says, and he shows you, this is where your, this is where your quarters are, um, on your way, you passed by the galley. He showed you where the where the where the the, the where you can eat in the galley and, and all that type of thing. And um, so you you basically get pretty quickly get the lay of the ship. It's not it's 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 a lot of crew quarters and a lot of cargo. Okay. Uh, once he shows us where we can bunk up, I put my stuff in the footlocker and lock it. And I kind of sling my armor on, put the mall on my back in case I need to break something down. I'm mm-hmm. like, go on deck, pick things up, put them below deck. And I just kind of dismiss everyone and start to work. Spivey, now that he's doing something, can you tell Don't us... Don't talk about me when I'm gone! <laughs> Could you tell us... Where we're going? Ah, uh, yes, yes, absolutely. We are headed to the port town of of Boven. So it's a it's a it's a it's a similar port town. Uh, it's going to take us uh, probably probably two weeks to get there. I would guess. Usually does, given the the seas and whatnot. Uh, we're trying to uh, take uh, some of these cargo pieces into the Neo Kingdom. Uh, Bluemore is trying to trying to become part of the, the new world, and they're they're these are their some of the stuff is their offerings, and and they're trying to open up trade, and, and 
you know, how, how, however, I don't know how well that's going to go now that it's on fire. A Neo Kingdom, you say? Yes. I, I see. Well, that's good to know. Um, is Bovin next to the port town of Bovine? I'm not familiar with it. No, so that, so, uh, as you know, the Neo Kingdom uh, is kind of a, a northeast territory, if you will. We are on the opposite kind of down down south of that. So we came we came out of the out of the the the, the cove that we were in, and we're heading north. Uh, but we have to, but we can't go along the uh, directly along the uh, the uh, the shore. So it's going to take us a while. I see. Understood. Dangerous I'm spots over there. Of course, the whole region's quite icy. All right. Well, um, I where's where did Vesper go? I really like to check on her. Oh, we you, we passed by her. Uh, you could go check on her. She's probably with Cookie. Of course. And, you know, at, the, at the galley. I see. Okay. Well, then after I check on her, do you want me to start mending the the masts right away? I'll need a few hours to prepare the spell, but I can do something in the meantime, potentially. Yes, yes. Uh, if you like, you since you're going there, you can check in Cookie. See if he needs anything prepped uh, for for the crew. Uh, that's always a good way to do. He's always looking for help. You know, potato peeling it takes time, um, but he's he's pretty pretty adept at it, and uh, he's always looking for help. He loves to have people to talk to, and he, as he's kind of it's a little dark down here, but you know, yeah, I I I I check with Cookie. Of course. Let me know when you're ready. We'll get you on the sheets. Of course, Lucian. What would you like to do now that you don't have someone attached to the hip? Well. Cookie sounds like a delight. I think I would like to go help Cookie peel potatoes. I guess is the thing that people do. Sure, absolutely. But big, strong, strapping guy like you, we could use some help carrying some of that cargo down. All right, I can also do that. I'm not opposed to some manual labor. I might. I think I'm going to take my uh, my armor off though maybe put on something a little lighter but then yeah i'll uh, i'll go over and i'll start helping out with the uh the cargo that's no problem with me and i'll be up there with you you can always just ask me questions uh it's all we we're a pretty 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 good group here and and uh so yeah so they they in in the so you guys uh your your quarters are on the middle deck so you've got the uh there's the sorry yeah the, you've got the, the 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 upper deck the main deck uh, then there's the middle deck, and you guys are actually on the lower deck. So down there, um, you can see where they kind of um, converted this. This it almost looks like it used to be a brig, and so you're near the back of the ship, and there are four um, lockers and hammocks there that you can that you can basically call your own. Uh, there is a door. Um, it locks only from the from the inside, um, so you can you can't you can't really be locked out per se. Um, they have they have keys for everything, but you can you can kind of lock it and but it doesn't really lock because the, the, there aren't so you, you'll have to the you can kind of do a makeshift lock on your locker, 
Uh, so your armor, um, uh, you may have a trouble, little trouble with that. In fact, uh, if if you if you say that out loud, he could probably help you with what to do with that. Yeah, I think uh, during that, I think that was going to be in character of, of Lucian saying, you know, basically telling Spidey, yeah, let me take off this armor and shield so that I'm not uh, not weighed down as he's carrying stuff around. Um, All right. Yeah, that, that would be something I think he would be saying to Spidey. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, you know, you know what you could do? We have an armory. We have an armory. You could leave that with, with old One-Eye. One-Eye? He, sounds he, fascinating. Yeah, no, he's got he's got the place. You know, he's he's the weapons master. He's the armor master. He's in charge of that. And if we ever, he's 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 the guy. And that's up. That's uh, actually it's on this on this level. Um, uh, the the full armor armory is is uh, just down. You 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 uh, you came down one part of the ship and went one way, and, and it's the other way. Yeah. So I think Lucian's gonna say yeah. Uh... Well, Spidey, yeah, why don't you take me over to, to One Eye? Let's uh, get that taken care of and, and get to work. He escorts, he escorts you over there and, and uh, he introduces you to One Eye, who is also a, 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 a larger half orc. Um, as you can guess, he wears a patch, and that's pretty much why they call him One Eye. He, he's, he's there and he, he doesn't really say much. He kind of points to the corner and uh, you see kind of this makeshift rack where you could you can hang your probably hang your your armor you know and 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 whatever else you might want to leave there yeah perfect um then yeah lucian's gonna essentially take the armor off put the shield up next to the armor and uh and just kind of wear some commoner's clothes and uh before that's unarmored for the time all right So then he takes you and he, you know, he, he brings you up to the main deck and uh, he'll uh, show you which things go where. Um, he says, basically, follow this group of guys, do what they do. And they just, they, they're just constantly picking things up, working together. It's like you're moving into a house and you're carrying cargo down to the, to the next two levels. Boris, what are you doing? Uh, like I said, I was going to pick things up and put them down. So I am probably already <laughs> two levels below you guys uh, carrying things. So All right. All right. Spivey, so you're passing by Spivey every now and then, and he's just, you know, asks you if you need anything or whatever. And, um, Fucking he makes, Spivey. He, he, he chuckles. <laughs> no. Every time he asks, I repeat no. with the same things. <laughs> no. Just no. <laughs> Sorry, continue. So, um, that, you know, so you do that for quite a while. Um, it goes, you know, and the, the, the ship is actually moving nice and smoothly. Um, uh, you work as a as a as a crew for the next probably it, you know as the tide's leaving it was it was starting to get later anyway, and uh, you you work for a solid couple of hours and get get probably most of of the cargo stowed, 
I would say probably 75% of it. There's there's quite a bit. Um, and, Is there uh, ever a point that I'm working at the same time or in the same vicinity as Lucian, like hearing things downstairs? Oh, absolutely. There there would be times where where you see him uh, up top as you're coming and he's you know gathering something up with someone or and vice versa so you're passing by each other and then depending on what you carry of course your speed would vary so you could end up behind him or at any point in time end up in front of him or those types of things if there's ever a time i'm directly behind him i'm going to accidentally drop my crate and try to so, cause him to fall down <laughs> because all right I'm a bad person. <laughs> You're just mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there is a time where you know it's it's uh, so we'll we'll say that that he's he's working carrying um, a crate with one of the other crew members, uh, and you end up behind him. Uh, Lucian, why don't you give me a What's your passive perception? You don't notice him though. You don't. You don't. You you kind of sneak in there, Boris, uh, as you're time this out, and and he doesn't really notice you. Um, yeah. So I'd say that that uh, that you could. You're you're behind him right now. Okay. Uh, I am. I'm pretty sure I have a heavy crate of some sort. I lose my grip on it. And let it fall down the stairs and try and take out the back of his knees. Right, right. Uh, well, I, I think that you probably time that pretty well. It's not really hard. Stairs, gravity, the whole thing. Um, you're, you've done this before because, you know, it's your in your character. Um, uh, Lucian, why don't you give me... Uh, just give me a, 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 a flat con, con check and we'll see if, uh, if you can kind of hold it with your legs. Or if your knees semi-buckle. Alright, no problem. It hits the stair um, and kind of creaks and rolls and does catch him just slightly in the back of the knee like you would if you were walking behind somebody did the double knee check, right? His knees don't even flinch and he stops. He stops dead in his tracks. Look out! Oh, there's a lot of butterfingers over here. I <laughs> rush up. I'm like, ah, oh, you're okay, right, friend? I, yeah, I think Lucian is just... I lost my grip. Being Lucian, I think he's just gonna go, huh. Yeah, you gotta be careful on these stairs, bud. Uh, and uh, helps, him, helps him pick it up and hand <laughs> it back to him. It's dark. It's uh, thank you. Hashtag stone god. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just you know, well, just be careful, man. It, it'd be, be terrible for you to get hurt. Dude. Uh, good looking out for me. I appreciate you. Yeah, anytime, anytime. How are you liking the digs? How's uh, what do you think of it? Let's stop talking to me. Carry your thing downstairs. All right, all right, fine. <laughs> I mutter to myself, the big bastard. <laughs> Yeah, so to, he's, I'll have he's to naive and like and like you said, the stone god. I mean, he's like not nothing. Stone <laughs> cold god is what he is. That is now his nickname, Stone Cold God. I'm gonna have to find something heavier to drop on him next time. 
he'll always just be oblivious. Curses. That was awesome. I liked it, though. Good. Alright, um, let's see, what else? So yeah, there's, uh, so that's, those types of things, I would imagine there are a couple other times that, that Lucian is behind you, would have that same opportunity, um, but being that he's kind of naive in that, he's not thinking that way, he's, he's like, oh, you know, Boris, are you, are you good? <laughs> Don't drop anything. <laughs> uh, the, my back hurts a little bit, this old age. <laughs> So and so as the as the evening uh, comes roll around, um, you see the the you hear the the bosun uh, blow the whistle again, and all the crew stops. Basically, they finish that whatever they're hauling at that time. Um, you know, it's 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 gotten fairly dark, and uh, they go on about their their normal business at this time. They have the evenings for themselves, and um, they go to they go see. Uh, and then visit the galley. They they kind of come and go in shifts, and and it, they, you know they're they're pretty jovial. They're a pretty pretty nice group group of guys. They uh, you can see a group of them are pretty tight. The new you can tell the new ones from the from the weathered ones. Uh, Hayes, Fog, Molin, uh, Lefty. These guys you know they all they're all there and, and hanging out. And then you've got the new guys that are kind of all huddled together and trying to figure things out. Um, Towards the end of the evening, uh, they do break into, crack into a, a couple of bottles of grog and and pass it around for anybody that's that's interested in and then and and, uh, and so they're all they're all you know uh, a nice light first hard day's worth of work. You can feel it and you you carried a lot of things and and uh, and now you everybody's just kind of sitting around different areas of the ship. Up, some of them go up on deck and and enjoy their meals up there, and 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 that's basically the the mood around you right now. Now that we've had a chance to meet and at least see everyone here, uh, that private message I sent you before, any chance of that happens here or no? Um... Secret secrets. Secret so, Secret you know what? I'm gonna give it a percentage chance that I've got in my head. Okay. Give me, give me a D100 roll. Done. Fifty-five. So you, you, we'll say you, uh, and I, and I'll give you these checks uh, a few more times. Uh, you didn't notice anybody because I know what you're looking for, right? Yep. Um. That type of thing, right? Yes. Um, and uh, so you didn't see anything, you know. It's it, it, it got dark. You just probably if there if if there is, it simply wasn't noticed. So it's still possible. You're still looking, right? I figured it's a long shot, but you yep. miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So yep. uh, just don't asking. Uh, don't worry about it. Nothing bad's gonna happen, you guys. I'm a team it's player. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I know what he's looking forward to. <laughs> All right. So, um, sweetie, you gotta take deep breaths. That's exactly what I was gonna do. I was gonna ask how how is uh, how how do you how are you dealing with um, with Vespa? Is she uh, Vesper is she still 
sick? Is Vesper still sick? I would say that Vesper has gained enough control over the situation that upon wakening, she just lets it all out to have the best day that she possibly can. She just empties it all and is able to kind of stand up now. You see some color to her cheeks. Um, not much makes her want to throw up throughout the day and um, uh, she's able to start helping the best that she can around now. So as you uh, you were so you've been in with Cookie, and uh, he, uh, he he had some various roots. Um, he's kind of also a bit of the ship's doctor, if you will. Uh, so he had some things to have some ginger and whatnot, some various things that to, to help you uh, not only to quell the, the, the urge to, to vomit over everything. Um, you've also emptied your stomach pretty well. And you're feeling, and he gave you something else, probably something with a little extra chemical in it that that, that strengthens your constitution a bit. So you, you're feeling pretty good. You probably feel like you could you could eat uh, with the rest of the crew and or your party for dinner. And that is what she'll do. She'll make her way um, with the rest for dinner. So where do you all hang out together? Are you going up on deck? Uh, I have two questions real quick. Since I was hoping to take like a train, I don't know how many hours have passed. Have four hours passed or more? Um, I would say easily four hours have passed. Okay, uh, I'm gonna update my spell list then to be what it is for like tomorrow, like to the men and do all those other things to help around the ship, so I can actually do that instead mm -hmm. of it taking 20 minutes each time I try to do the spell. Um, but Nina's gonna go on deck. She'll join later, but she's up on deck right now, up looking at the stars and just kind of mapping out on a, a little stone. She's carving with her dagger, and she's looking up for a bit. So she's on deck. All right. I think for, for Lucian, is there a certain spot that might be better lit? Uh, the deck of the ship is decently lit. There are lanterns about, but on that on that. Uh, first level deck and and everything on uh, down below is is also pretty well lit. There there are a lot of lanterns and and uh, pretty easy to see. And I think Lucian's just gonna basically try to find a spot where there's some light and just kind of stare. You know, open up his book and just kind of stare vacantly into it for a while. All right. You Boris. Oh, I'm definitely not hanging out with these jabronis. Uh, I am with the crew. I am eating with the crew. I am making friends with the crew. Sure. La laughing, joking, like nothing's happened with me getting on the ship as a prisoner. Very while, good. Hey, Bruce, while I'm up yeah. there on the deck, do I clock that crate I saw earlier? So, that uh, crate... Uh, you, you, it's, it's not on the deck anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, it has been stowed somewhere. Uh, but you, you remember it pretty clearly. Cause it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a box about, um, probably about the size of a toolbox. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, a good size toolbox, you know, but it's a, it's a, it's just a, it's a box that was, that was nailed shut. 
but somebody hadn't nailed one of the corners down, and so you could you could partially see inside. What did I see inside again? Well, it, at first glance, it was some sort of uh, silverish metal flash, is what you saw. Oh, okay. Um, when I'm done carving my little stone for my pocket, could I just casually make my way down to the hole? Of course. Oh, if someone stops me, obviously I'll stop, but I just want to see if I can get down there without being stopped. No, no one, people are, people see you. Mm -hmm. They tell you to come and have a drink with them. Uh, they, she they, smiles politely and says in a moment, of course, yes. You know, they, they, they wait. You're part of the crew as far as they're aware. Mm -hmm. So you can pretty much go anywhere you need. It's expected that, um, you know, that you're, you're, you behave then as part of the crew, that you are part of the crew, and that's that's what they see. Perfect. I'm heading down to the hole, and I want to look for that box. Um, how long are you looking? And give me an investigation, and where, um, and tell me which which deck you're applying it to. I'm gonna go. So you have uh, you you have basically. Uh, so I'll give you. We'll see how good your rolling is right now. So you yeah. you can have. We'll do the middle deck. Uh, and 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 the lower deck, and I am assuming you're going to spend a decent amount of time. So whatever you tell me. Maybe like forty-five minutes to an hour before it looks a little suspicious as to why I'm back there. Per deck or in total? Um, I'm just going to do the middle deck tonight. Okay. Go ahead and give me a go, give me a solid uh, investigation roll then. Investigation. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, you you you. You spend uh, a, a solid. You spend that, that forty-five minutes to an hour, and and you're you are pretty certain that that box is nowhere to be seen. Certain as one can be, of course. With the, with the, with the audience, just so you know, I rolled a uh, a three. So, all right, cool. I will go join the rest of the the party goers at the and go have a a small drink and a little bit to eat. As far away from right. Boris as I can get. Yeah, yeah. Lucian, Lucian, you're reading, um, and Vesper, you are eating somewhere. Yes, uh, currently sitting down in the galley, eating some of Cookie's hearty seasick soup, uh, and she's taking a moment to just watch everyone. She's curious. She's laughing at some of the jokes the crew members are saying. Um, she's looking over and you know seeing Boris kind of mingling and easily falling in with the crew. But is there anyone who seems not? with the same energy you mentioned before that everyone in this on the ship generally gets along um this isn't like a you know scurvy pirate ship of criminals and and horrible men this is just a, a well-oiled machine so is there anyone that stands out from this energy well well two things um first you kind of get this feeling uh, again, I mentioned some of the names of some of the other crewmates that have been around for a while. Like I said, Hayes, Fogg, Molin, Lefty Bones. Uh, there are a few others. But um, Spivey seems like he's been around the ship probably the longest, or at least he and Dirk have. Uh, um, so if there was 
anybody that you you could pro you you'd probably be able to perceive that he'd be the guy to kind of give you a little insight into that, right? So if you went and talked to him, he's pretty open. He's he is your looking glass into the crew, if you will. Second. Sure. Um. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. you go. I'll wait. Uh, no, go ahead. I want you to go first. Um, so I, I will, in that instance, is Spivey, um, eating down in the galley. Oh, yes. Yes. He, so he's sitting right next to Dirk and, um, a, another crewman. They seem to be having a pretty, uh, a bit of an intense conversation, if you will, to be honest. Oh, well, that's never stopped her. Uh, Vesper is going to pick up her bowl and she'll walk over to their table and clear her throat. And just kind of like look up with those doe eyes and just say, excuse me, um, can I join you? So I'd spiny. like Nina to clock this, by the way. Just watching Nina, uh, Vesper out of the corner of her eye. Absolutely. Spivey, hearing your voice and of course recognizing it, um, turns around and looks at you and his eyes look right at your, your doe eyes. And he's clearly flabbergasted. He, uh, he, he, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, move over. And he, and they make this spot. He makes, he makes a spot right next to him. <laughs> he, he pushes Dirk right off the bench. Vesper is going to, uh, slide over and sit right there next to Spivey and she'll just kind of lean forward so she can look around Spivey at Dirk and bat her eyelashes and simply say I'm so sorry for almost throwing up on you um, it doesn't seem like uh, traveling by ship agrees with me you, you don't have to worry about that Dirk throws up every day I don't even know how he weighs so much as he does he's, he's, he's look at him he's, he's like a big fat Brat, and he's, he's trying to stammer for us. He's like trying to play it cool, but of course he's failing miserably. Oh, you know, I, I forgot. I again, my manners. This is Rise. Rise. He's 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 uh, he kind of you know we're kind of like the three trio of 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 guys. We hang out and we talk about things, and you know we yeah. So if I'm not around and you need help, you go look for Dirk, and if you can't find Dirk. He'll find you, and if you still can't find him, you look for Rise, and Rise, he'll, 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 he'll help you out. Vesper's going to um, extend a hand out towards Rise and uh, look at him expectantly, her eyelashes fluttering. Oh, it's so nice to meet you as well. Rise, um, who's, who's, you know, his, his eyes have been not looking at you this entire time, because he, he's, he's been conducting himself, if you will, in about a, a gentlemanly manner that, that he could sum up. And, and he stands up and he, he, he grabs your hand and he takes a knee and he looks directly into your eyes and says, the pleasure is all mine. And he gently kisses your hand and he sits back down. Vesper's used to this, so she doesn't blush or flush. She simply picks up her spoon and starts sipping um, very ladylike at her bowl of soup. And um, she cocks her head towards Spivey, since he seems to have a wandering mouth. And um, just simply says, so Spivey, tell me more. Um, how long have you been with the ship? It seems like you, um, 
you enjoy sailing. You have your, what did they call them? Sea legs? Oh, yes, yes. My, I, my. Well, I've been, I've been, I've been, actually, I've been a part of this ship's crew as long as the captains had the ship. Um, I, I think it's been 13 years now, I think. I, I kind of, they all run together. But yeah, it's been about that. Um, you know, the ship, the ship, the ship, the ship is older than that, though. It's been, it's been around for quite a while. Um, I would say probably, probably besides myself, the only other person that might be longer would be maybe, maybe the helmsman. Uh, you know, he's been, he, he's, he's probably been here longer. And it's, it's, he, he's, he's pretty, whew. He's an he's an interesting individual, uh, Mr. Parrish. Yeah, he 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 knows his way about the ship. I think he was he might have. I I don't know how long he's been here. Vesper is going to um, lift a hand and let her fingertips flutter along Spivey's arm um, as he's talking, and it's almost like she's gently stroking his arm as he's continuing his uh, conversation, and she'll go. Mm-hmm. Oh, as he talks, um, but finally when he stops, um, she goes, oh, okay, Mr. Parrish, um, I will have to talk to him, but I want to talk to you more, Spivey. Whatever made you want to um, become a seaman? Well, I don't, I, I, I've always loved the sea. I've, I've been, so when, when this, this, yeah, I've always, and this ship, this ship has, has, has had, Many stories, and it, it it's got a great history. I, uh, uh, so when 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 the opportunity came up to 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 sail with with Captain Scully, uh, I was on board. I was literally I was on board. I was the first one. I, well, besides of course, Mr. Parrish. But I, I, I and so that's it, 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 this this is a great ship. You know? Did you know that the ship this ship was originally uh, it was a pirate. A yeah. pirate ship. Yes. Yes. There you was see all those... Yes. Oh, Spivey. Are there any more pirates on this ship? Well, <laughs> uh, boy, I hope not. I hope there aren't, because that you know that that you know, if you look over there, you can see where we we there used to be holes there where the cannons used to be. You can see them, and so they but they but they decommissioned the ship. They captured it. The, the the Royal Navy, the King's Navy, they 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 captured the ship and they decommissioned it. But then, but then, but then they recommissioned it as a as a prisoner transport. They did, and it was and 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 that was a that was a that was a that was a while ago. And but that didn't go very long. So then they the, and they they there weren't really that many prisoners, and it didn't really make that much sense. So they decommissioned it again. And then and then and then they gave it to Captain Scully. And the captain. Captain, she's had it for since then. She's been its its real true captain, and 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 the crew, crew, have followed her very well, very very faithfully. How? Well, wow. oh, you can go. I was, I was going to ask how close. Can I overhear the conversation, or can I read lips at this distance? Uh, it's- well, um. They're they're kind of a bit in a circle because you know she's Got she's it. pretty enticing and and they've at least a three quarter circle. Um, Spivey is pretty you know he's audible, but he mm-hmm. he you could probably catch bits and pieces if you're looking for them. So looking, it depends I'm on kind of where you are. 
I'm kind of wondering if I heard the word slave, because then I want to kind of clock the room and see if anyone's got a band of a slave on them somewhere. Mm, you heard prisoner. Prisoner. Okay, never mind. I heard slave ship or something like that, but I thought, never mind. Uh, if if I said slave ship, I meant prisoner ship. So that that I'm, we hold prisoners. But um, it, you know these things could have sparked you at all, and and mm -hmm. you're you're all kind of within each of you. Even Lucian could hear things. You could recognize voices. You know that type of thing. You probably recognize uh, uh, Vesper's voice. You're definitely hearing chuckles and laughs and uh, and whatever from. And you're definitely your spider. Ah. Yeah, exactly. So you're you are aware of the conversation. And you're okay. aware of where she is, and where, and so that type of thing. Got it. So then, if I have, if I can just see her then from where I'm sitting, then I'm gonna say like, I, Nina is very like interested in watching like a master at work, because that's what she is at her craft right now is a master, just going through these meds. She's just like, like that is amazing. How did she do that? So, um, that um, Vesper's going to um. Pick up her bowl and and she'll look at she'll look at Spivey and say, "This was such a wonderful conversation. We are going to have to have so many more until we reach our next destination." You are just so charming, Mister Spivey. You make the dreadful days at sea feel so so nice. Uh, she'll look at um, Dirk and apologize once again about him having to feed her buckets, and then. Um, to rise, uh, she stands and she kind of like does this little curtsy because I can. She's wearing a dress, um, and just gonna walk back over to her friends and and sit down across from Nina and uh, clear her throat a bit. Uh, yeah, Dirk, Dirk says yes, yes, no. I, I, wait, I, yeah, you come talk to me anytime. I, I that it's all good anytime. And as you stand to walk back over. Uh, you um, run directly into, as you turn, you walk directly into someone. Oh. Is this someone tall? This someone is tall. Vesper's going to crane her neck back up and up and up until she looks at the face. So you'll see a an individual... Uh, that you hadn't seen before. Um, he's dressed in full plate, uh, minus a helmet. He brandishes, you see he carries uh, multiple weapons um, and is definitely here with purpose. Uh, this is what you see if you look in roll 20. It is a very large man, uh, human, uh, as I described, and he's standing there looking directly at you as if you are in his way. Um, and then, out of nowhere, he just starts laughing. Ha <laughs> ha! Look at you. Sorry. I think I'm in your way. And you see him sidestep out of your way. <laughs> and what might your name be? 
Vesper Valdier. She says well. almost as if it's a question. <laughs> well, hello, Vesper. I'm Deckard Morat. If you ever need anything, you come and find me. Mm, what would I need from you, Mr. Morat? Oh, who knows? It's a big ship. I understand that it's a big ship, sir, but what exactly are you offering to help me with on this large ship full of other people who have offered me help? Why, well, I, I think I could offer you a night, a nice walk on the deck underneath the stars, maybe, uh, maybe some companionship for the evening. Nina is starting to slowly stand up and there is a feralness about her face. Y'all have never seen Nina angry. It looks a little animalistic as she's staring at the back of this guy's head. Vesper is going to straighten herself up. And um, this will be, for the audience, one of the first times um, that veil of innocence slips off of her face. And her eyes harden. Her jaw tightens. And... It doesn't change the alluring way she appeals to others, but instead she's going to rise to that full 5-5 five five and look up at Mr. Morat, and her voice will be, she says, there isn't a star in the sky I would want to watch with you, Mr. Morat, so I would kindly ask that you move on as I pass. If you don't, I have other ways to keep you from me. Again. Is that loud enough for everyone to hear? Um, yeah, was... I would say so. His yeah. belly laugh probably quieted the room. <laughs> Boris bursts out laughing at that point. Ha! 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 And I just laugh at this guy because fuck. And and he's he's laughing. He he, he joins you. He he loves it. He's like, ha ha ha. Ah, no problem. I've already stepped out of your way, dear. Unless there's something holding you here. <laughs> and he just kind of kind of saunters on by and goes up to Cookie and you know uh, gets gets some food. Nina, Nina slowly sits back down. As you were standing right there, and you have been astutely watching, mm -hmm. you'll notice that he grabs two servings mm. in two separate dishes. And, he's, and he says to everyone, and he's, <laughs> have a good evening, everyone. And he walks, and he, and he, and he walks back up the stairs and uh, out of sight. Nina's going to wait a couple seconds, maybe a minute or so, and get up and kind of just strolly ca casually walk out, look at Vesper, just getting her, let her know she's heading that way to see before he went. I All looked right. at whoever's next to me, I'm like, who's that? What's his deal? Um, give me. Let me see. We'll see. So, which 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 group of the crew are you with? Uh, probably the new guys because they're probably easier to influence than right. the ones that have already formed a clique. Right. So they they look at you and and their wide their eyes are very wide. They they. They they're like oh, I, 
I didn't even know he was on board. That, who's that guy? I don't know. Who's that guy? I, do you? And they're like looking at you, thinking that you're kidding with them because you know. They're looking at you like, who is he? Fucking Spivey. Who's that guy? Uh, and he's looking around. At, uh, oh, and he gives you the thumbs up. I give him the finger, and then I point to the stairwell with the figure that I'm giving him. Who's that? Um, who, that, uh, that, that's, that's, that, De uh, that's Decker. That means he's, nothing he's, to me. He's, he's, uh, he's, I, I, I don't, I don't really know much about him. Um, I know that he's, I know that he's not part of the crew. Is he working? Oh, he's, 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 he's not part of the crew. I, I don't, I, I, I would say that he's working, yeah. Have you seen him work? I haven't seen him work. And I start getting oh. everyone riled up that this guy isn't working. <laughs> oh, he's 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 working, but he doesn't work for us. He's not a part of the crew. He doesn't work for the captain. Who's he work for? I I'm guessing I'm guessing the 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 one the somebody else. The, s fucking Spivey, you're not being much help here. I'm sorry, but I I've only seen him. I know he's he's I know he's uh. Uh, he's tough. That's about all I know. Yeah. Is he he's tougher than me? Uh, I would never <laughs> presume that. You're pretty tough. Uh, and he gives you, you a thumbs up. Thank you for noticing. I give him a thumbs up. Uh, I'll, 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 but I'll look into it for you. I'll see what I can find out. You do that. Thank you, Spider. You're a good man. Fuck you. I go back to laughing and drinking no. with everybody else. <laughs> no. <laughs> And he looks, he looks sheepishly around at the other guys, shaking his, shaking his head back and forth. So, <laughs> can I semi-follow uh, Morat? Just, I just want to see where he goes up deck. If he's heading towards the captain's quarters, if he's heading just to stand up there and eat two meals. Just curious. Absolutely. So you see him walk up the stairs, and you get up to leave before you that. Lucian, what's your reaction to this? Anything? So I think actually, yeah, so I think what Lucian's going to be doing during this time is really not reacting to anything, just kind of sitting there, still just staring vacantly into his book, um, still kind of aware of what's going on, but just kind of ignoring it for now. Um, I'll tell you this. I think you he might look up notice, to me. Mm -hmm. You did notice and were able to appreciate the quality of his armor, though. I might look to Nina and see if I can make eye contact to, to see if she wants me to follow her or if she just to kind of like look to see if she gives me any direction. I'm going to point two fingers and mouth the word minute. Hopefully he understands it means yep. give me two minutes. And so he's going to start mouthing. Uh, if you look to him, you'll see the one with the pippy. <laughs> is it a starts... giant or is it in common? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say it's in giant. In oh, giant, you just see his lips start moving, and you you can maybe um, maybe people might think he's chanting or reciting something if they don't understand him. But yeah, he'll start sitting there just kind of mumbling to himself. And she starts kind of like doing the same mouth movements of in giant back to him, but like starts going upstairs. Um, and Vesper, what are you doing? Um, 
I am actually going to sit down in front of Lucian, and Vesper's just going to fill in what she learned from Spivey, um, which through the rambling, she was able to discern that he was appreciative of Mr. Parrish, and Mr. Parrish had worked there before him with the captain. So if we heard information about who we really were on this ship with, it would have to be to a Mr. Parrish. Okay, right. Uh, I think so Lucian you... is going to sigh and go, ah, and then put his hand on his head and just go, one Mekapipi, two Mekapipi. <laughs> <laughs> Lucian, Lucian, please, I don't think she actually meant one minute. But listen, listen, you are easy to talk to. Um, the men get are, are getting quite flustered around me. Maybe you can look into who... Um, the helmsman Mr. Parrish is in his past and maybe even get to talk to him yourself. Do, do we have any... Uh, yeah, okay. I, I think he's got to kind of just nod and uh, with the information he's got at this point, he's got to go, okay. Uh, in, 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 in a little bit. Uh, one with the pippy, two with the pippy, three with the pippy. Vesper just sighs and goes back to drinking her soup. He's so focused on counting. He had to start over. This whole thing has happened. He's he's restarted four times, and he every time, and he's just he's he's trying to really do what you asked. Oh, bless his heart. So they their little exchange happens as you stealthily, uh, you know, nonchalantly, we'll say. Mm walk up the stairs in uh, with and you know um Deckard, he's in front of you and he's and he's walking pretty heavily so your your footfalls are are easily masked by his own um you see him walk uh, up the, up that to that deck and all the way down to the to the very front of the ship um there is uh clearly uh, a door and you see him uh you see him and and he's a pretty big boisterous, loud individual who has no problem with that. Um, very much like Boris, to be honest. But is he heading to the... Is this the captain's door he's heading to? No, no, no. So oh, okay. so that's that's up uh, above, uh, below okay. the poop deck. This is... Uh, so there's like these... Um, on the main deck, there's the there's the where all the officers in the captain's quarters are on top of that. So there's like this ha this, this one quarter or one third of the deck, probably a quarter of the deck on the back side is where um, the captain's quarters and that type of thing is so that they can quickly address because that's where the, the, the helm is and everything as well. And then there's the 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 front of the ship where it's also an, a raised deck so these two parts are raised above the main deck. That's the that's where all the cargo was. Okay. He's on, he walked uh, so he's on the, the deck below that, the middle deck Mm -hmm. And and the you and the rest of the crew were on the lower deck, so he's at so he has moved up from the lower deck back up to the middle deck and to the front of the ship. Got it. Okay. So you've got kind of a mental picture of the layout of the ship. Yep. So you see him. You see him walk up to the door and very out of his character that you've seen so far, respectfully knocks exactly three times on the door. Uh, the door opens. You see him nodding 
and then you see him shake his head. Um, he never says a word. Mm-hmm. He, you see him deliver uh, one of these portions, one of these these utensils, one of these uh, bowls of of, of food um, and bread. Uh, and it looked it looked um, similar to what you had, but better. So there, okay. there was, there was, it was you from what you could see as he as he kind of walked by because again you're 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 watching this, you can see right. that it was it was good you know you what you had was really really good food I mean almost but this amazing. is like a tier two above what I've got okay if not or more okay. yeah there's a reason Cookie's on this ship we'll put it this way and there's a reason this guy's on the ship so he's so he's taken that and he delivers it. All you see is his hand disappear into the doorway and then come back out empty. And then a couple more nods, a couple more shakes, um, and uh, the door closes. And then he turns around and goes into um, a room uh, across the hall from there. This the, the narrow hallway that there is. Okay. Is there anyone else on this deck right now? Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there are, they're kind of closed off, uh, crew quarters here and there. Mm -hmm. There might be one or two people that are behind the doors, if you will. Um, but, uh, for the most part, you're the only visible person. Got it. Okay. I'm going to tuck that away for, yeah. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, finish. Nope. Finish what you were going to (laughs) say. I can't. I can't because it'll play off what you're saying. I hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so on this middle deck, though, just to let you know that that uh, there at the f- very front, um, the stairs are also kind of at the front. Uh, mm-hmm. So you kind of followed him around, and you're peering around the corner uh, because the the main part of this deck uh, opens up into um, kind of a. a Kind of an opening seating area, cargo area, uh, that normally would be filled with people. The, the crew quarters are near the back, but this would, and so it looks like that this would normally be filled. But because there was so much jolly things happening downstairs, most of the crew's downstairs. Got it. I'd like to take a quick. I just want to make sure no one can see me right now. No one can see you right now. I'd like to wild shape into um, a rat. And I'd like to get closer to that door. So, as you wild shape, that's where we we'll end the session tonight. <laughs> What's going on behind the door? I don't want to wait a week. <laughs> I know. I was like, maybe I can wild shape real quick, real quick. <laughs> Bullshit, Bruce. You know what they say? Leave them want more. So that's my notes. Um, Lucian actively counting at end of session. <laughs> exactly. So that was awesome. Um, and like I said, that is the end of Chronicle Two, Session One for Darks Are Dangerous. Um, please join us uh, after this for our Table for D Four, where we get to discuss player interactions, insights, developments, story plots already, anything they've figured out.
and uh, just general boisterous and laughing. Exclusive for our Patreon subscribers. So hit us up on Patreon at patreon.com backslash dorks are dangerous, and you can get all of the previous session, or uh, excuse me, table for D4s, along with all the future ones coming up as well. So on uh, on behalf of myself, uh, Johnny, Dave, Kaylee, and Kirsty, thank you for joining us. Remember, don't be dangerous. Bye. Bye.